Welcome to Wash Day Talks, where we speak about life through a genuine lens. Think of me as a friend, a sister, someone who's got a lot to say and a lot to give. So make sure you tune in every Thursday. I'd advise that you start taking notes. Heyo, and welcome to another episode of Wash Day Talks. Hope you're all good, hope you're all chill, hope life has been treating you well. Guys, I apologise. I feel like two out of every five episodes I record, I'm not feeling well. And listen, okay, we need to address this because why do I always have a blocked runny nose or a cough whenever I'm recording? It's it's getting a bit, you know, a bit too much now. The area where I live in, there's a little bush, yeah? <laughs> I just refer to surrounding greenery and trees and shrubs and bushes. I refer to them all using the collective what is it concrete now? I don't know. I just use the noun bush to refer to any expansion of wildlife. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I, when I walk to my place of education, actually, whenever I walk out of my estate, I think because even to walk out of my estate, like a lot of people have plants in their gardens or like bushes around their houses, so something is just not agreeing with me, and results in me feeling like congested and stuff. I don't really like it because it's a podcast. If it was YouTube now, can you still see me as long as I make myself look cute and pretty or make up for the annoying, you know, nasal aspect of my speech? Not that it's bad. I'm just used to hearing my voice in a specific way. So then pronouncing things awkwardly, it's just, it's not really the vibe for me, okay? But yeah, no, I just wanted to speak to you guys today. I actually wanted to speak two days ago, but not all the time is it appropriate to record so for example i had like a lot of pressing demands let's just call them that and then I, so i was caught up in stuff and by the time i wanted to record i was tired um i overate <laughs> so i was like super bloated i just wanted to sleep i love pasta bake and my mom made pasta bake and i was just like i, I just ate a lot um and then before you knew it it was late and everybody was already like chilling in the house and i was like okay Whereas I would have recorded when everyone had gone out, I can't record anymore because everyone's here. And there's something my older brother always says that I like to use now. He's like, don't occupy a public space and expect people to be quiet and leave for you. So what I used to do is I used to always do my revision in the kitchen. I used to be annoyed when people were making noise and he'd be like, this is a public space. Don't come and tell people to be like, no noise obviously if you're doing it every now and then okay but I used to consistently every day revise the kitchen even though I had like a mini desk in my room which to this day I still don't really use because I can't be bothered to clean my room to the point where I can bring the chair back into my room that's been used for the desk as exam pressure started to creep up on me I just started stopped cleaning my room like I just stopped organizing things so I've just got a bunch of folders on the floor in my room occupying a space that used to be clear because there's just so many books and worksheets and stuff to look at i also realized through reflecting on earlier podcast episodes i'm I'm so cute guys like the way when i listen to how i used to speak (laughs) like i sounded like and this is why we should always make sure that we do this why should we do this because this is important because, like, I just used to vary my tone so much and it sounded so scripted and I'm like, because I know, I know that certain things I was saying 
were not actually scripted but because of the way I was speaking I was just speaking like someone had scripted my whole speech I was speaking so I'm not gonna say super formal but so like now whereas I speak like I'm having a conversation with someone in my early episodes I used to speak like I was obviously addressing a large audience and had like not much personal connection with the viewers because everything sounded rigid in a sense now everything sounds either chaotic or just <laughs> too personal and oversharing, borderline oversharing. But I noticed I speak too fast. And whereas, although I still speak quick, whereas in these episodes, I'm audible, okay? You can hear me, you can understand what I'm saying. Back then, I was speaking so fast. I'd be like, and this is why we need to make sure that we don't do this. Because, like, obviously, if you do this, this is that. I'd be like, whoa, 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 calm down. Even me, I was a bit embarrassed. And that is a nice slide into what I want to talk about today. And it's just shame. It's shame and embarrassment. Like, I, I believe I speak about it a lot. That I am somebody who experienced quite a lot of shame when it came to shortcomings. I hated messing up. I hated failing situation happened today wrote quite a radical essay <laughs> got some feedback on it that the person marking it didn't really agree with my point of view and the first initial response for me was to get all defensive and I had to like calm down and be like it's okay for people to disagree with you and then after realizing that I just felt really embarrassed at the fact that my initial response was defensiveness and I was embarrassed at my inability to take feedback and you know I used to see myself as somebody who was quite receptive to feedback but as I look back in my life a lot of the time feedback brings up defensiveness especially if it's feedback in an area that I'm vulnerable in and I'm not fully comfortable in because I'd ventured out on a new limb when it came to writing that essay um and like writing about something I wasn't entirely confident in you know it's not something I'd usually do that's why when the feedback came, I was kind of like, ooh, let me retract back into my shell and never write anything like this again. Here's a nice analogy. I'm in the choir, and there's, for some reason, I don't want to, this, <laughs> I'm losing my sense of rhythm and beat. Like, sometimes I sing off beat, and I get really conscious about it sometimes. Like, I just feel like I can't find the beat. But anyway, one time I was, like, harmonising, and I got told that I was singing off key. And from that day, there's this sense of fear and apprehension that comes from harmonising. So what will happen is now if I'm singing, I may harmonise for like a few words in the song, then get scared that I'm going to go off key. So I'll stop harmonising. Then I will harmonise and I'll go off key and I'll feel bad about it. And I was just like, this sense of embarrassment and shame that it's like, okay, if you trip up in one area, you're not allowed to go to that area again. So another situation happened legit probably 20 minutes ago where I emailed someone. Two things. When you're emailing someone and someone has given you an opportunity, please do your research on them. Don't be like me in this situation. But I didn't do my research on this person in specific. So I asked them for something and they were like, oh, as you would have seen on the website, it says that I'm not open to do this, this, this and this. Sorry, in this moment, guys, my nose is legit dripping. I'm not even, that's too much information, but it's legit dripping and I don't know what to do. Oh, guys, I hate this. I don't know if there's going to be interlude music. I hate editing audio, but my nose is dripping really badly and I need to go. 
but I will be back to record more. This is so TMI, guys. Please, hey, fever is so bad. But I'll be back, I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. So it genuinely seems like I've got about an average of seven minutes before my nurse decides to give out. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. Sorry, just walking up the stairs has put me out of breath. Because you know you're breathing through your mouth. <laughs> this is really TMI at this point. But yeah, no, did I tell you I've been going for runs? So I used to always complain about getting out of breath. And then one day I told myself, listen, take your health into your own hands. So I just started going on runs. I've been going on runs for probably about, I think this is the third week or the fourth week. I'm not sure. But I took a week off because something happened that was just making me very ill. <laughs> But yeah, no, even now I try to run through the illness, through the pain. It's okay. It it all why am I stammering? It all works out, yes. No, the reason why I'm saying why am I stammering is because I'm very impressionable and when I spend more time around certain people or spend more time listening to certain people, I start to adopt the way they speak. So there's somebody who like I don't spend a lot of time with them now. I probably did back in the day. But I started taking their laugh. And I realised it one time when I heard them laugh. And I remembered how I laughed. And I was like, I've just stolen this person's laugh. It's a trait about myself that I like. Because when it comes to education, bro, like... I remember some of my coursework was on, like, emulating a certain style of writing. And I was really good at that. Because, you know, give me enough of this author's works to read. I would soak it up. But then when it comes to people, it's a bit dangerous. You know, so I have to be ever more intentional. Or rather, I have to build myself up to a point where I know how to be my own self, you know? But anyway, I would very much say that majority of my personality is myself. It's just the little things like ways of presenting your personality, which comes through speech, right? I'm not copying the jokes the person finds funny and just copying their way of presenting. And it's weird because a lot of it happens subconsciously. I just start to pick it up slowly and bam. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I was talking about, yes, an email. I spelled the person's name wrong. And that just kind of upset me because I thought, you know what, you hate it. I've got a very long surname, okay? Uh, listen, there's a lot of history behind this surname that I'm not going to get into right now. But let's just say now I take a lot of pride in my surname. It means a lot to me. I don't like it when people, to be fair, I don't care. But sometimes I do get irritated when people spell my surname wrong. It kind of sends the message that I didn't care enough about our interaction to ensure that in this email I spelt your name right. You know, it shows negligence and laziness. So the fact that I spelt this person's name wrong, even though it was just the omission of, no, the addition of one letter that wasn't supposed to be there, because it was like an unconventional spelling of a that common name I was quite upset I said you know what you're supposed to do better than this you know blah 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 and then follow through with that in the email I asked for things that this person had already stated that they were not providing so I was like okay you spelled this person's name wrong you've evidently showed that you did do your research before talking to them you're making the person who connected both of you together look very silly right now because the person's probably thinking, I'm here to help you and you're not even taking the time to know what I could provide you with and how I can assist you. Cool. 
So I was a bit annoyed about that, but you know what I just said? I'm going to learn from my mistakes in my email reply. I don't apologize because I was like, you know what, that is then. But I did say, okay, thank you, blah, blah, blah. I made sure I spelled their name right. And I made sure that my response was in line with the new information they'd added for me. And I tried to be concise and stuff like that. So, yeah, that did make me feel quite embarrassed. And for almost a minute, I didn't want to reply the email. And I realised that, why is it that when shame comes in, especially in a lot of areas in my life, why is it that when embarrassment comes in, I feel the immediate urge to retreat? Let's take it back to that essay. I felt super embarrassed, super, super embarrassed. And I think about it, why should you be embarrassed about you trying something new? Is it that you're not used to trying things new? I'm like, no, I do try quite a few new things. Why is it when there's vulnerability that I get very defensive and ashamed and I let that embarrassment I'm going to be using embarrassment and shame interchangeably but in my opinion embarrassment is like almost sorry because my nose is blocked I can't pronounce my M it's always immediate almost embarrassment is like immediate you know reaction the shame is the prolonged consistent one and I don't like that you know I really don't like it because I like to envision myself as somebody very confident. I like to envision myself as a go-getter, as somebody who is undeterred. I like to put up a front a lot of the time that I don't care, I don't need you, you're chatting rubbish, get out, I'm moving on. Do you understand? And I do operate like that a lot, you know, that, okay, this person is chatting rubbish, I legit act like you don't exist, I don't address you anymore. Or you have an issue with me, that's your business. But on the, on the real one, I care a lot. I care a lot. Especially if you're people in close proximity to me or people in vulnerable areas of my life. I do get hurt quite easily, you know? In my seasons of sensitivity, which I don't even think are seasons anymore because I'm always sensitive, you know? But I want to not care. I really do like that prospect of being able to not care about how people make you feel. And as much as I'm a very open and vulnerable person, I do battle a lot with this vulnerability and openness. There are times where I don't care, yes. I do disclose very personal parts of my life and issues and don't really think twice about it and move on. But there are quite a few times where I do think a lot about it and I do regret it and I do not like the situation I put myself in. But this sense of shame that accompanies with messing up in vulnerable spaces and messing up with other people is something that I don't want to continually have in my life. I want to let it go because this sense of embarrassment has been impeding a lot of relationships, a lot of connections, a lot of inner peace. It's like, why are you allowing this fear of being made to feel less than or being made to feel like a bad person? prevent you from actually venturing out into things that will greatly benefit you learn from your mistakes so I was watching a like a preaching like was it yesterday and I was just talking about like God and how like even when you do the most God's still the most high like even if I mess up God's still got my back period okay I'm trying to stop saying period as well I'm trying to refine my language not that slang is wrong but yet again, things that I'm picking up from people around me and the media that I just don't need. So yeah, no, but just I found comfort in the fact that, you know, my own mess ups don't entirely define me. They don't define me. They assist my character. They show development of my character. 
but I'm not defined by the ways I messed up. I think I have this fear that when I mess up, people completely change their perceptions of me. I'm so critical of myself, basically. So, yeah, I just did. I didn't like the way I was acting. I felt like it was very subpar. Like, okay, you get feedback in this area, you're defensive. Like the amount of errors in my life where I've been defensive. Someone told me a few days ago that I need voice training and I immediately got really defensive. Like got feedback on something, I got defensive. When people draw out aspects of my character, maybe saying that like I'm a bit arrogant or stuff like that, I get defensive. And it stems from a place of probably, one, you don't know how much I'm trying in this area of my life and you're here inputting your opinion on things, that used to anger me a lot. Because it's very easy to pick out the speck in someone else's eye. And this is why you need like a lot of discernment before you go and criticise people. And it's something I need to work on. There are times where I'm just like, you are chatting about me like you know my backstory, like you know everything about me. I know it's coming from a place of love, but you need to be a, a bit more respectful in how you conduct this situation. Especially if it's a sensitive topic to someone and you're offering advice, be intentional, be very careful about how you go about it because you don't know how you're going to offend that person. There are times people have asked me questions not knowing how those questions relate to different things I've gone through and it's it's a bit insensitive. But you know what? If people don't know what things you've gone through, how are they supposed to know what to tread carefully around? So it's all about openness, really. Um, but yeah, no, it was, I forgot what I was blooming talking about. Don't give me brain fog, please. I don't need brain fog in this season of my life, okay? Oh my gosh, hey fever, what are you doing to this population to me? Yeah, I just did like that defensiveness. So one, the defensiveness will come from like, who do you think you are? You don't know anything about me. All the defensiveness could come from, I'm fragile in this area, I need to protect myself. So I'm going to protect myself by getting irritated and angry. And I do often feel like I need to protect myself. Because we all have fragile areas. We all have areas that we're still, that are still soft, that we're still very impressionable in. And we want to protect these areas. And that's where our defensiveness comes in. But yes, essentially, I didn't like the shame. I didn't like carrying around that, the feeling that I've messed up and because I've messed up, I should be written off. Also the feeling like I'm not deserving of this person's presence or their help. You know, like I can't even look you in the eyes anymore because I feel like I've failed you. But as I mentioned through a lot of podcast episodes, the period of my life I'm going through now is very much you're on your ones, sis. Like very much you're essentially alone not alone I have great people around me but a lot of the things that I would usually rely on others to help me go through I'd be like prompted to just dwell on them sit on them you know work through them and yeah learning that don't expect to receive love that will heal you if you can't even love yourself through loving other people you do learn to love others me through loving people I have become a very better person but then now that that's you know been established time to work on yourself you have to have a base level of self-love before the input of others can help you it's like you're not building me up from scratch we're working together to build up so all this reliance on like friends family all of that the love of your friends and family and your partners will not carry you you have to have a base level of love yourself 
and I'm cultivating that base level of love that even through the shame, even through the embarrassment, I still love myself. <sighs> Man, it's a journey. It's a journey. It is. And learning how to be confident in who I am, stop feeling like I need to hide certain things I believe in, certain ways I feel, because I'm afraid that, oh, when people find this out about me, they will view me differently. I just really don't want to care. I want to don't give to flying jacks. I think, oh, it's not posted yet. So on my YouTube channel, I made a video about how, like, life is too short and too complicated to be living a double life, that it's getting to the point where I don't even care anymore. Like, I was talking to someone today, and they're like, oh where people chat rubbish about other people and I was like yeah no that used to be me like that legit used to be me because I couldn't address issues with other people so I would just go home and complain about those people (laughs) to like my friends and stuff like that or my family and I was like yeah that used to be a big thing that I do like you annoy me today okay I won't say anything but I'll go home and be like oh my gosh man this person why are they annoying me blah 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 and it's something I've had to work on that legit I wouldn't say it's chatting rubbish about people, but it isn't very respectful to the person. Like, come and address the issue with me. Don't go about complaining about me, but you can't bring it up to my face. So I was like, no, that isn't so much me anymore. I'm changing. I'm really changing in that respect. And I'm grateful for growth. But I just said it. And the person's quiet for a bit. Like, who wants to admit that they chat rubbish about people around them? (laughs) But we all do it, man. So please. It's not like I'm saying, oh, you know what? She's so fat. She's so ugly. Nah, I'm just saying, nah, she's got a bad attitude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm just over it. I want to be so over pretension. I want to be so over double life that I say legit, I don't care. I genuinely don't care what you think I'm going to be me. And I just want to bring that fierce energy into what I do. That this is who I am. This is Deborah. I want it to be like... It's like I'm even begging for people not to like me. Oh my gosh, my nose has started since it's been 13, 14 minutes. Wow. So I'm going to have to leave soon. But it's like I'm always begging for people not to like me. That you will not like me. And I will be able to still be firm in who I am and assured in my character. And understand that nobody can always like me. Like... I wasn't born to be liked by everyone in the world and I am okay with that and I bring the same energy, the same me, the same flair and if you like it, take it, if you don't like it, leave it. I've got a lot of issues in my character, I've got a lot of things that I need to work on, yeah, I understand that, I'm working on it but just because I feel like I'm deficient in some areas of my life doesn't mean I should hide my whole personality under shame under embarrassment or I'm embarrassed of who I am so I'm no longer going to speak again I will continue to speak I will continue to work on how I speak and remain respectful okay and develop myself but just because I'm in the process of developing doesn't mean that I'm not worth having friends around me or not worth this experience just because I make mistakes doesn't mean I'm unworthy of the opportunity that's the mindset that I just want to bring I want people to be like not even people to be like, I want myself to know. So I'm getting super passionate and also my nose is just doing up a buzzer on my face. But I want to get to a point where it's like, I know myself that, okay, Deborah, myself, regardless of what you think, I act how I want to act. I don't want to be reckless and say that no one can talk to me. I'm going to do what I want, blah, blah, blah. But I want to have some sense of assurity in myself that I'm not changing to suit the weather. I'm not curbing down different bits of myself here and there and, like, trying to please everybody. You understand what I'm saying? 
that's just what I want because this whole shame thing, this whole embarrassment thing and feeling like you need to retreat into the confines of insecurity and solitude because you've messed up. Like, okay, I've messed up, I've apologised. If you don't want me in your life, fine. But I'm not going to live the rest of my life in guilt and shame because I've done something bad. That's not what I want to do, guys, okay? Because I'm so over it. I'm so over it. I want to be bold. I need to be around bold people. Alright, I need to go because my nose, yeah. Anyway, I'm back. My podcast episodes are getting longer and longer as the time goes on. But yeah, my little monologue. <laughs> yeah, also learning how to be honest is another thing. But honest with respectfulness. Because there's a difference. I would say to other people, I'm fairly honest. It probably stems from a high level of honesty with myself. Something I've developed over the years, okay? The past two years, probably. Um, so I'm honest with people. But what I realised, and I've mentioned this in podcast episodes or YouTube, I can't remember. I'm just being active on both podcast and YouTube now, so I can't remember where I'm saying things. But most of my good YouTube videos will make their way to, to the podcast anyway. So you may hear a video in like four weeks and be like, oh, damn. That's what she was talking about. Also, a lot of my YouTube videos, some of them that you're listening to were filmed nine months ago. So don't be thinking, oh, is this a current issue? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, because I realised that some videos that I made legit six months ago are applicable to things I'm going through now. So people might be thinking, oh, is she talking about this situation? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. You get what I'm saying? But um, what was I saying? Guys, my brain is doing that fog. Yeah, honesty. I realised that I can be honest to a point of rudeness. Like a disregard for how people feel. That I just let the words out like that. Like, someone could be like, oh, do I look alright? And I'd be like, nah, that actually looks really, really disgusting. If someone said that to me, I would be crying. I would be crying. I would. <laughs> and I'd probably be really annoyed. So it's like, bring the same respect you have for your own feelings to other people. So I'm really working on that. I'm working on when and when not to speak. You know, learning to be silent. But the issue with that is people often think I'm upset. They say, why have you got quiet? And I'm just like... Energy is finite, you know. I'm doing up jumpy, jumpy here. Like, I genuinely get tired. Half the time, I'm not even eating. Like, it could be 5pm and I haven't eaten anything that day. I'm bloody tired. And then people are trying to have a conversation with me. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm tired. But, you know, also learning that, okay... You're tired, but you know you're at a social place, so, you know, be happy around everyone and save your tiredness for home. Because it took me a while to get my head around it, but my behaviour is affecting other people, even if I don't intend for it to be that way. So as much as I'm still speaking about me doing what I want, not shaping myself for other people, there's a part you play as a member of society or as a member of a support system to, you know, not be a Debbie Towner. <laughs> Oops, I got hiccups. That was a really awkward hiccup. Yeah, but that's just what's been going with me, trying to be more intentional with language, trying to speak less, listen more. That's not true because I've been speaking too much. But it has been in the back of my mind, like, speak less, listen more, be there for people. And also, oh, I talk about it all the time, but learn how to let people go, man. Just learn how to let people go. What I understand is you're not graced for everything, yeah? Grace 
is where you're like empowered to do something right you're not graced for everything not every situation not every relationship not every whatever is in your capacity to walk in and it's okay to let it go you know like you know when you're messaging your friends from like let's say you and this person have known each other for nearly 10 years and it's gotten to the point where it's like listen when we're talking we're not actually talking of i don't want to say of things of sense but it's like you can tell that the relationship is the relationship is draining it's dying out let it go certain people who are in the same position as you are still best friends with this person but understand that sometimes certain relationships are not in your capacity to be in you know there are certain people that i struggle to maintain the relationship with just because of the differing the contrasting natures of our lives and our contrasting expectations of friendship and stuff like that that mean that i can only afford to mentally check in on you maybe once a month or i can only i can't actually be i can be a like acquaintance to you or a very like shadow friend to you like you know just like when those friends that you invite to stuff or just talk to every now and then but I can't actually be a close friend to you because I'm just not graced for that situation and there are certain relationships that you want the grace for you really want to be the world to this person but that's just not how things are you're at different points in your life there are different expectations on each other it's just not sustainable so to save yourself the heartbreak and hurt that comes with you trying to force yourself into things that just aren't welcoming for you take a step back and let things unfold i think it's one of the greatest lessons i've come to learn this year is like how to understand that element of relationships with people that not everything's gonna go to your will i was talking to a friend today haven't really spoken to her in long just asked her for a life update and stuff like that and as much as we're still very close i would say we don't speak as much as we used to it doesn't mean she's angry at me or i'm angry at her it's just the relationship isn't vibing the way it used to i still have love for you you still have love for me but we mutually understand this so we just check in on each other every now and then and that's how it goes there are people who i i adore them like i adore them but i'm understanding that there's an importance of space and like boundaries and to respect someone else's boundaries don't force yourself into it this used to also be a source of shame for me when I think back on the way that I'd almost forced myself into like very personal areas of people's lives you know trying to get them to be super close to me like oh yeah you can talk to me anytime you want like yeah yeah this is that and it's like give them space you know don't be so desperate for love oh jeez what one day i should do like a proper podcast episode and be like story time the time i was begging for the love of friends let's go never thought i would be a beg but you know loneliness i was listening to something and they were like isolation makes you settle for for trash <laughs> that's bad there's no one trash here but basically what i'm saying is isolation kind of makes you hungry for things that you have no business eating do you understand what i'm saying it's like maybe when you're super isolated there's one guy who's like messaging you trying to like move to you and then you just start entertaining things that you know you have no business settling for i'm not saying the person is trash i'm just saying things like let's say you initially didn't like the person but as a result of loneliness you start entertaining the idea of going on dates with them knowing fully well that you have no overall intention to pursue anything with them I was just doing a lot of messy stuff, like rekindling relationships that I had no business rekindling, entertaining conversations I had no business entertaining, and really 
throwing myself on the floor for people <laughs> that would not do the same for me or who were not graced to pursue meaningful relationships with me. And it's like, where are your standards now? They've gone out the bin because you are in isolation. So you need to learn how to uphold those standards even in isolation. Anyways, yeah, so if we were to sum up this whole talk, shame, let shame go. Oh, guys, I didn't even give you practical tips. Just let shame go, okay? I think it's a continual thing, and I think it's also pushing through. So those moments where you want to retract because you feel embarrassed, in order to really push out of that shame, you need to resolve to, okay, I feel embarrassed at this situation, but I'm still going to do what I was doing, despite the fact that someone has critiqued me. Someone's given me feedback, I'm going to use it and listen to it. Somebody has called out an aspect of my character. I'm going to weigh up what they've said and see if there's merit in it. You know, you need to start pushing past that element of uncomfort and shame because you are not defined by your past and you shouldn't allow your past that jurisdiction or is it jurisprudence? I don't know. You shouldn't allow your past that power over you. You know, let go of the embarrassment. It's something I'm really, really trying to do. I don't want to be held back by it. I don't want to be depressed by it. I don't want to be crying to sleep because of what I did a few years ago. Like, let it go. Let it go. Not that I cry because of things I did a few years ago. I probably cry over, like, it'd be an accumulation. So, I've embarrassed myself today. I feel like everybody hates me. Then something will go wrong here. And I feel like everybody there hates me. And I just cry. And I think I hate myself, you know? Yeah, we're all united in our hate for me. It's really unrealistic and half of the time people don't think twice about it and their worlds are much bigger. But I want to stop cowering away from my purpose, from my talents because I feel like I was received incorrectly or I've stepped on someone's toes. Just keep pushing forward. You're going to step on a lot of toes. Just, you know, try to watch where you step and apologise if you do and you keep moving forward. But yeah, keep moving forward regardless of what life throws oh man it's always a tough tough season of life man and i'm just realizing that joy is a choice i am the only one responsible for my joy so regardless of what's happening or how i'm feeling i'm just choosing listen i don't want to go back to those days where i was perpetually sad all the time where i just struggled to do anything good (laughs) to find meaning in life i'm so over that i'm legit just telling myself your mind is has the capability to be a battleground but also has the capability to be a place of peace and I just really want peace and I'm working towards it before I wasn't working towards it now I am very much watching what gets into this head and what I allow to stay there and who gets my time and attention if you don't pay attention to a lot of things you're happier but yeah this is a very long episode and I'm gonna stop now (laughs) but thank you guys for listening and have a great day (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.